0: You're listening to the NetLine
1: with barney You're some underwear, here, And DJ
2: Rouché. You get to call yourself buff all the time.
1: Where's Pretty? You promised me he'd be on the show today. All this travel and playing and priorities have been really getting in the way of our relationship. But we'll talk about uh, all kinds of non volleyball related things. He dated Irene Kara,
2: Gabrielle Reese.
3: You can call me Gabby if you want.
2: Don't think missing is a mascot head. Oh, sack. That does sound a lot more funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Net Live right now. On a scale of 1 to 10, <laughs> the fact that we don't have a photo with Gabrielle Reese. Oh. How angry are you?
1: Still angry. Uh, I would go with a solid eight and a half. Oh, okay. It's it's faded a half of a point <laughs> in two and a half years or however long it's been since I slash we blew that. Uh, we will get a picture today. We do have an in-studio guest coming today. Welcome to NetLive, boys and girls. Kevin Barnett back in the big chair along with DJ Jeremy Rochet. Fresh off the gains train. Gains were made. We'll talk about those gains, but they weren't physical necessarily.
2: (laughs) There was a little physical gains.
1: Slightly. Slightly. I'm not feeling 100%. I got like a mouthful of pollen the other day, and it's just shelling me since. Killing me. Uh, We have a nice show planned for you today. Of course, we do have College of Weekly coming up. We are solid in the men's season. We're kind of waiting on beach, and I posted something this week. Like, I saw a guy this weekend – I was at the beach on Saturday afternoon. It was gorgeous. Finally felt like summer here. Very nice weekend here. First time in a while. Southern California. Down on the beach, one dude, nobody within 30 yards of him, and – over the back of his chariot and AVP towel. Like, this man is ready. Oh, that was the guy that you uh, yeah. stalked
2: from the uh, from a distance and put on social media.
1: He's ready for the season. Yeah. And, and so are we. It can't start soon enough in terms of material in the world of volleyball. But we will, in preparation for that, have Jeannie Urango in here.
2: Who is currently en route via her text message I just got.
1: Excellent, excellent. So Jeannie Urango will be joining us in studio, which is... That's been great, and credit to you and uh, for booking people and getting them in here, uh, well, because this is awesome. It's a team effort,
2: Kevin. It's not just me.
1: Having people here in person is way more fun. I hope for you, the listener, uh, you, the viewer, it is more enjoyable, because we are definitely having a good time getting to know these athletes in a one-on-one, even way better than the phone.
2: Yeah, you get to see people's body language, and they can see yours, and they can look at you with a blank stare in their face when you make some... Vague eighties TV reference that nobody gets. Those are good. It's always fun for me. I think
1: those are good. If I can stump Paul Sunderland, then I'm happy. <laughs> That's always my goal. Yeah, I can Sunday. We're gonna replace these headsets because I can hear them clicking. Oh, yeah, man, I, I think clicking. it's just it's
2: just old that we've had them for a while. Yeah, we have them up. Glad you're enjoying the show right now. Hopefully.
1: If you are gonna be in Vegas next weekend, you have an opportunity to see our show live. It'll be the net live. live, Actually live. Actually live. Well,
2: this is live right now, too, if you're watching on Facebook.
1: We will be at the SCVA, Southern California Volleyball Association, Red Rock Rave, the junior national qualifier at Mandalay Bay. We will be there Sunday afternoon on a raised platform in front of actual
2: fans. Real people? We think. So I need to shower and shave and stuff? Yeah. Even yeah. though people can see me now.
1: So we will be enjoying the... Uh, the ambiance of Vegas yep. and the tournament. So we will have a bunch of people on, live show Saturday, Sunday afternoon, college coaches, junior parents, former players, a whole lot of information and fun. We're looking forward to being in Las Vegas and doing the net live.
2: TNL road trip. We
1: haven't done one from an SEVA event going back to when my kids were, God, seven? and I, Maybe right around seven, both I, of them.
2: I remember my first couple of years on the show... Within a few months, I think, my first year, we went to Vegas.
1: Yep. We had uh, Matt Furbringer on the show. Fur Biscuit. Yep. I remember that. We were in the, in the high school gym because that was back when they did not have a central location for many of their events.
2: We were. It was a bigger convention. We were in the hallway. It was like a Las Vegas convention. We weren't near the strip. My first year. My first year, I did a uh, one of those Vegas trips uh, okay. with the show.
1: We stayed at what was then brand new, a brand new hotel, The Cosmopolitan. The Cosmopolitan that had the LCD pillars and stuff Still with books it. on them and it's awesome. jellyfish and I want to do that in my house. I don't like jellyfish going up the wall.
2: I was just there for the Pac-12 and I always yeah. go by The Cosmopolitan. There's so a shoe good. store, there's a shoe store there that I like to Check out what I like to call hard kay. hard to finds. Kevin, okay, at, you just can't go What's to Foot the Locker the and pick store? them up. I'm not going to tell you because now I don't want you to go. Well, it's in the it's in a casino yep. lobby. Find, it, like find it on your own then. Oh man! Yep. All right.
1: Well, we will be there Sunday. We're looking forward to it. Thanks to SCBA and Renee, everybody there for bringing us in.
2: Fellow national sitting champion, gold national champion Renee.
0: Oh, uh, yep,
1: it's up there. I still have to buy my ticket. I need to do that today. You buy our ticket. Oh, yeah. You're not ticketed either?
2: <laughs> I mean, I can buy my own. Tickets for... And you can reimburse me in six months. I could do Rich Landboard. <laughs> With some nasty message on Venmo? <laughs> Just emojis. And I'll make it public so everybody can see it.
1: All right, Jeremy, I have... Before Gina gets here... Yeah. I have a Mensa
2: question for you. I don't know what that means, but do I can't... you know what Mensa is? No.
1: All right, Mensa. Let's get the official definition. My, my dad had a book of Mensa questions when I was a kid. So Mensa the Sounds high, like a Jewish thing. The High IQ Society. No, I'm definitely going to fail at this. Okay. Are you ready? Based on actual events.
2: Is this similar to the are you smarter than a fifth grader? Because I am not.
1: Somewhat. There are two cats in a house. Uh-huh. Okay. All the windows and doors are locked. Mm-hmm. Suddenly there are three cats in the house. Mm-hmm. How did the other cat get in?
2: I don't understand why this is happening right now. This is
1: based on actual events. A, this is a real thing?
2: Yes. There's a chimney. There's... It's not a, a Santa cat, no. A, a crawl space in the house. Was like, not hiding in the in the. In this the place like a legit, previously. real question? Like, Legitimate. How did this other cat get in the house? Yes. Is it a kitten? Like, was it born and no, then... No, full-size cat, full? long, long hair. Hmm. Not the cat that normally lives in this house?
1: No. Not the two cats that live in this house were also present.
2: I'm going to... I have no answer to this, and hopefully this segment of the show ends quickly.
1: I did not know this either, so (laughs) 9.30. you have two
2: cats in this house.
1: 9.30 Saturday night. Uh Uh-huh. Enjoying some television in the back room. Yep. Kids are doing, one's gone, one is upstairs. Oh, this is a you story.
2: Playing Fortnite, yes. Yeah? Two cats in the house. Allegedly. No one sees them. Yes. But allegedly you have two cats that live here. Tigger used to come
1: to the show, our old cat used to come and yep. like, get in the show.
2: Would want to rub up on me and stuff because yeah. it knew I was
1: allergic. We miss her. Two cats in the house. All of a sudden we hear like something falling. Like somebody knocked over half the stuff on my counter. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of hissing. And I get up I'm like, what? Did somebody just hurt themselves? Like yeah. what did they just do? They just knocked something over and got freaked out? Yeah. I don't understand. I come out of my bedroom, come towards this location. Yeah. There are three cats in this office. No way.
2: Were they trying to do a podcast? (laughs) Because it'd probably be way better than this. Renee is texting us.
1: I was like, what? How? Why are there three cats in the house? I'm looking at the front door. Did I leave it open? Yeah. No. Skylight? Skylight. Wow.
2: Got on the roof, came through the skylight.
1: On the ground, there are now holes in my floor from the screen falling... 15 feet or so. So literally the skylight
2: above us where we're sitting right now? Where you are
1: sitting right now, a cat and and the screen, which is now bent up. I did partial repairs on it yesterday. Wow. Plummeted, parachuted from the sky into our house. How many
2: feet do you think that is? It's about 12, I guess. And it landed on all four, obviously.
1: Dude, there's holes in the floor. I was vacuuming today. I'm like, oh, that's not dust. That's actual damage to the floor from the screen. The screen broke. Corner broke in half. All bent up. I repaired it just enough to get it back in there. (laughs) And I'm like, what do I do
2: now? I got this other cat in my house. Wow. Well, you have these huge... That's what we did. ...doors right here. You just close this side. People, it's a fishbowl in here. If you can't tell off camera to my left, you can slide these window doors closed.
1: Right. These are the original outdoor doors. And if you're
2: watching live, the NetLive banner behind that is two...
1: Glass panels. Yeah. It's not even... Swing open. Yeah.
2: Like your whole house is now open, right? Yeah. You so can do yeah. a wind tunnel test in here. Open these, and then open your back door, and does happen right through? Yeah. So I'm I'm coming out
1: from my room, coming towards this space, and the You've whole seen time I'm trying tat, cat. to fathom
2: <laughs> how that <laughs> where cat got in did here. This cat come from.
1: <laughs> Arian, who's walking behind me, goes fell in through the skylight
2: because you didn't see the screen right
1: away not right away I just, i'm just seeing three cats so i'm focused on okay there's three cats there what cat is that
2: on the desk or were they on the ground? on the floor okay dude crazy
1: crazy so yes a cat parachuted into my house that on is. saturday night so
2: now how do you reinforce the screens
1: well because now that uh, will happen
2: again and next time it'll be like a raccoon or something
1: i'll tell you what if you touch that screen it's right coming now, down it will fall okay because i have to re i bent the end and fixed it now i gotta bend the sides i and hope fixing you screen is not easy
2: good homeowner's insurance because if that thing comes down on me in the middle of the show oh my neck my back <laughs> my neck and my back <laughs> <laughs> uh, just shit. saying Well, oh, yeah. that's that's an entertaining uh that's entertaining
1: that was a wild moment <laughs> I wasn't even upset about the screen being broken. I was like, like that's cool. It makes for a good story. One more thing i got to fix,
2: but, man, that's weird. That's really funny. Unbelievable. Well, good times.
1: All right, so back to the gains train this morning. We did make some gains, but I did not get a tremendous workout, which is actually okay since I got, like, a, a face full of pollen yesterday or two days ago. I can't blow it out there. of my nose. Yeah. we were, It was all over the car, and I was wiping the car Ew. down, and I think I must have just, like, wiped it into your face. I wiped the car and then just did this. <laughs> Apparently.
2: Ugh. Yeah, so Gaines train put on by one Rich Lamborn.
1: Yes. The... It is available for purchase if approved by membership.
2: Yes, you must go through <laughs> me. Um, but yes, you were there, I was there, my wife was there. Usual crew. And one Chris Geter McGee. Uh, and this is why the gains were different than we normally Well, get. in the Gaines, I haven't... I don't know if it's... I'm sure it's gone on, but it hasn't happened a lot lately with Rich's travel, with the weather... Um Yes, a hundred and fifty thousand is the initial fee to get onto the game Street. <laughs> totally, totally worth it, uh, Chad Mowry. Chad Boom Boom Mowry, by the way. Boom boom Mowry? Boom boom. Why why boom boom? No, uh, you have to ask him.
1: I've known Chad Mowry since nineteen ninety two or three. Out playing at Marine Street.
2: He can still side out. For I sure. Can. Good for him. You can, you just wouldn't be able to walk the next day. Right. Right. And not just because you'd be sore. Because <laughs> your legs would stop working. Surgery required.
1: <laughs> Some surgery required. Yes. kind of like assembly. Yep. So, yeah, Chris McGee there, telling
2: stories, making jokes, mad hype. I knew the games because Rich has USA practice at 8. So, seven, he texts 7 a.m. sharp. So, as the responsible adult I am, I'm there at 6:45. Yeah. I help bring out the weights. You and Geter stroll in at 7:01. Correct. To, trying to miss the three-minute plank after I paid for parking. Correct. Uh, we do the plank. We do the stuff. Geter's telling stories, and everybody, you're just listening, like because you don't want Geter to stop telling stories. Keep, you, keep talking. Do
1: you know what it's like to try and plank and laugh at the same time?
2: Yes, because today, <laughs> like usually, I can get through it. My wife made fun of me because I had two moments. I spit water out at one point. I was trying to take a sip, and Geeter said something It made me laugh.
1: Said something. He and I were talking about something, and it made you spit water. Everywhere. And then
2: I was doing kettlebell swings, and he said something else, and I started laughing again. I had to drop the kettlebell because I couldn't. I couldn't swing the kettlebell anymore because I was laughing. He was on fire this morning. Yeah. Well, he hadn't seen us for a while. You know, he's got. You know, he's got to perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not he's much. not
1: going to the playoffs, so he's got a lot of extra material and energy. Yeah, we're not going to the playoffs. Yeah. I thought for sure last year when LeBron got signed, I thought, all right, they're in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be a high seed, but seven or eight,
2: they're in the playoffs. We would have been in the playoffs if everybody didn't get hurt. Okay. That's the I believe that. Bottom line. Yeah. Would I we have that. gone far in the play? I Who knows? Because who knows what the team chemistry would have been? You heard him say it today. The starters on our team, I think, have played it's like 21 to 23 games right. together total.
1: They've missed 167 yeah, games, I think. Was it, I
2: don't care who you – first of all, any team with their best player out Correct. for 20-plus games. We were the fourth seed in the playoffs at that moment when LeBron went down.
1: Well, that's like UC Irvine right now on the men's side. So UC Irvine on the men's side is sucking, and this is a team that was supposed to compete for the national but it's title. Injuries. Well, they're missing Joel Schneidmiller, who's their uh, sophomore outside hitter. If you take the best outside hitter off any team – yeah, in the nation, they correct. are going to struggle. So it's not like it's an indictment of Niffin and Presho and, and the like down there. They are sucking because they are missing somebody, and the same has been true for the Lake Show. It, any team sport. but Any team sport. But can we all agree the team dynamics have not been ideal? Sure. Yeah.
2: But you can attribute that to um, – I'm not in the locker room. So many factors. Yeah, there's so many factors. but
1: Many of which we don't know.
2: Correct. In any team sport, the best player goes down. Yeah, any players like guys got suspended the second game of the season. Like right. it's
1: just the it's only team that might be able to recover from that is the Warriors.
2: Yeah, because they have a their starters are all all stars.
1: They have three guys who could be
2: the guy. Yeah, and with Boogie Cousins healthy now, you could that could be four guys. Uh, yes, that's how good he is. Oh, hold on. Yeah, Kevin.
1: No. Yes. I disagree. I don't put Boogie on the same level as a Durant. A
0: no, but he can staff, carry. Your, if
2: all of those guys are hurt, he can carry or your Clay. team. He, he can could carry your team. He could score forty or fifty. One hundred percent. Really? Okay. You're an in, you're a beach volleyball guy now, Kevin. You don't know these basketball things. So. <laughs> <laughs> Going outside, I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, about Yeah, you know indoors. nothing about basketball.
1: I know nothing about the indoors. All right. Yeah, it's been it's been rough. I thought of Chris because I read the stat about six years now the Lakers have not been in the playoffs, and that is the longest drought in franchise history. And I believe Geter has been there for every single one of them. And this was his dream. He grew up a Lakers fan. He is unbelievable at what he does. This was perfect.
2: It's going to just wait till. The Lakers are back on track because they will. They're winning organization. They will figure it out. It'll, it'll, get, it'll get back yeah. on track. Um, how sweet it's going to be for Geeter oh, and man. me, by the
1: way. And you. Yeah. I feel less bad for you. You haven't been there quite as many years. This is my third season. But I also feel bad for you.
2: You should feel bad for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's rough.
2: It affects my bank account, Kevin.
1: Hey, a little more information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. On SCVA, uh, they don't charge for admission. So if you want to come in, you want to come to the show if you're in the Vegas area. Come by and say hi. We'll be there in the afternoon on Sunday. Come heckle us. Yeah, you can do that. That's fine. I'm excited about that. Uh, They're partnering with Moulton to do a fundraiser called Stand Up to Cancer. They've created some custom volleyballs, and all proceeds will go directly to Stand Up to Cancer. They want people to wear pink on the final day of the competition. I like all this. And they're partnering with the Child Abuse Prevention Center of Orange County collecting unused toiletries. Bring them from your hotel room <laughs> is the, the mantra. Uh, purple bin at the championship desk. Everything donated directly to families who are providing safe homes for children uh, and other people who are in need. So kids. dot Cool stuff being done by SCVA. They've run tournaments in Vegas for a very long time. And nice out there in these big convention centers. And they've continued to grow and we hope to add to that with a fun show and entertain some parents who I I know in between games you're bored.
2: Yeah, because we are, I don't know the timing of it yet, but it's like early afternoon, Yeah, correct? I am thinking like 2. It's between the morning session and the afternoon slash evening session. Right. So it's a break where you can come heckle us if you would like.
1: Please. Yeah, just remember who has the mic and who doesn't.
2: That's what I always like to tell people at, at gigs where one person is yelling at me, but I actually have the microphone. <laughs> are you sure that you want me to... Played the song that you're requesting right now. That's going to clear the dance floor.
1: <laughs> all right. We will need a mic stand. I just thought of that today. For what? For the camera.
2: Oh. We're
1: going to see if we can live stream.
2: Are you putting all the notes first things we need to bring with us?
1: I just let Renee know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And we'll have a cool guest list. We'll put together a good guest list. I, I heard a couple of names. that should be really fun.
2: And we will actually talk volleyball. We will.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like this where we can talk about March Madness or we can talk about Tulslim Tees, which we have to talk about because first of all, the product is top shelf. That's the bottom line. We don't put stuff out here that you people aren't gonna like, aren't gonna enjoy, isn't good stuff. We don't partner with with products we don't like. I wore them all last summer on Amazon Prime. I will wear them again this summer. Tulslim tees have you covered all the length, none of the width. Code volleyball still gets you ten percent off. And that's not off your first order, that's off any order. They have casual shirts, t shirts, Classy V. Whatever you want to go. The Henley. Love the Classy V. I love that you knew it was called a Henley because I forgot, even though I'm the model for the Henley if you go to the website.
2: It's like a three-button.
1: Yeah. Not quite t t-shirt thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Long sleeve.
1: Yeah. No. Short sleeve Henley.
2: I don't know if that's a Henley then.
1: Oh, it has to be long sleeve? I thought so, but who who am I?
2: I don't fit in a tall slim tee, so. Mine's a short sleeve. Actually, I do fit in it.
1: It's just a nightshirt. It's
2: just a little bit long for
1: me. 6'3 on up to over 7 foot. In fact, I met their over 7 foot model. Dude is enormous. Playing basketball at Utah. No. Utah. He's like Doherty except thick. Okay. Frightening. Okay. Frightening sized human. So check it out. Talsamtees.com. Big supporter of the show. You need to support them. Give them code volleyball. Let them know that you heard about them here on the show.
2: And if you haven't a couple weeks ago, you could send Talsamtees.com to Jeff Nygard. That we talked about on the show, because he is a tall, slim person.
1: He is a tall, slim person. He could use a tall, slim tee. And you could send it to him in celebration of how well USC is playing. Has that? They've won eight of nine.
2: Is that coincidental since he's been on the show?
1: (laughs) I don't know if we can attribute all eight wins, but yes, he he is playing exceptionally well. Because they were, I'm going to. I think Gina needs to be led in.
0: Does she? Oh, she I came think. in. Good. Yeah, I text. her, told her to walk in.
2: Because <laughs> last week when we talked about, when Mark and I were talking about the rankings, yes, they're like eight or nine, SC?
1: Yeah, I think this week, I forget where I put them this week in the media poll. I moved them up.
2: Yeah, as I should. Maybe up to like six. Yeah.
1: I don't know that, I mean, they beat Long Beach. Yes. That's outstanding. Mm-hmm. Good job there. And this week, they defeated BYU and Stanford. Yeah. Now Stanford. Well, they moved up last, last week after beats. they beat Long Beach. Yeah, but they're kind of the cardiac kids too. So they're
2: so they need to prove more too.
1: I'd like to see them. They should have gotten out Friday night in three. Okay. But to their credit, they came back Saturday and I did the same thing. Got got out in three.
2: So speaking of SC,
1: speaking of SC. Originally out of Los Alamitos High School, won the state title back in 2006. MVP, 4.33 GPA, saved her parents, I think, 500K, near as you <laughs> can figure now. Four years at USC as a defensive specialist, outside hitter, ending in 2012 with the beach side. First ever scholarship winner at Be- at beach volleyball for USC. Do you win a scholarship? Well, I, yeah, you think you do.
2: Was sure. it like a raffle? Yes. <laughs> okay, just curious.
1: All right, and I did not know this. First team All Pac-10, and that hadn't been done in seven years. What the hell? Like, since then, first team. I'm oh, sorry, all academic. Right. Yeah. But in seven years, it hadn't been done. Come on, people who are playing there. <laughs> Onto the pro scene, most valuable player or most improved player. I'm blowing this whole thing. In 2016, 11 podium finishes since, including a second and third last year. Junior Rango.
0: Hi. Hi.
1: Welcome to the show. Thank you. Let me get this big giant move the out of mic the way. a
2: little closer to okay. your mouth. Perfect. Okay.
1: Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's always nice to have people here and hanging out. Yeah. And uh, and good that you would make the journey here rather than some of the other journeys you've made. It's probably easier to come here than go to Patagonia.
3: Oh yeah, just a little bit. Although
2: <laughs> she might rather go to Patagonia than come to the show. Yeah, we'll let you know we, after we the interview.
1: Have, there's no glacial spring out in the backyard. <laughs> there's the no uh
2: Instagram worthy photo that Gina's
1: gonna get today. We will get a photo, but it will not be Instagram worthy. Okay.
3: okay. <laughs> it might be. You never know. <laughs> That's true.
1: Good point. Filter. We'll filter it. We'll see how it goes. So you played at Los Al back yes. in the day. Did you guys have like monster fan support when you were there?
3: Not it, like it is now. Yeah. But we did have a pretty big fan support, especially when we played rival teams and stuff, but um like modern day. Yeah. Or yeah. Esperanza at the time. And yeah. But yeah, now it's like, Los Sal is like one of the best fan bases in the country. It's high crazy.
1: Is it oh, it's How big is their gym? It's, well, it's I haven't been to their big. gym. I did their state title a few years ago. Yeah. And they played modern day, and they, we played in a big college gym here. And yeah. So. One side is completely students, and by completely, I mean the whole side packed as tight as it can be. There's not
2: a student section; it's the student side of the
1: yeah, and a big bleachers. gym, too. One where the bleachers are about twice as tall as a normal gym. Awesome. And the other side was also packed with parents and some more like spillover, <laughs> but they're crazy.
3: And they're all wearing the same colored shirt, and yeah. they all know all the cheers in unison. It's yeah, it's pretty impressive. And <laughs> is it because they've been really that impressive.
2: good for that long that? Students were like, yeah, we need to go. So we need to learn this.
3: Yes. We, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I think so.
2: Love it. I
1: like it. So last year you played with three different partners. Yes. But you'd played with Angela Benson for a long time before that.
3: Correct.
2: Benny. Why did you switch yep. partners? Team Tex-Mex.
1: Yeah. What happened? Um,
2: I like that. <laughs> That's what they called them. <laughs> I like that
3: a lot. Benny was, um, she had to be somewhat semi-retired. She okay. had a pretty, like, I think she had something, an issue with her back. And And okay. um, she also was moving out to Philadelphia to be with her boyfriend. Um so just kind of like the next step in her life. And, um, and it was just, you know, going to be way too hard. Like we had the, my last season, she had moved home to Dallas. So we that whole mm-hmm. season we had yeah, trained. Yeah. Like I'd fly out for like a couple of weeks, and she'd come out for a couple of weeks. Um, but before our first three years together, she was living out here, and we were training here.
1: Okay, so you switched, and you started out, let's see, with Allie McCulloch first, mm-hmm. Caitlin Ledoux, then Allie Wheeler, mm-hmm. then back to Caitlin Ledoux. Yes. So tell me about last season. What worked with each partner?
3: um Allie was I mean I loved playing with Allie McCulloch she just has such a positive energy to her and um I mean I had a great time playing with her and then there was the opportunity to play with Caitlin and that came kind of after that that new rule I mean I think it's no more but where the international players couldn't play AVP unless there was a fine
2: right after New York
1: yes Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah so Maria Um, Salgado Not a fine, you had to pay a fee Fee, yeah Um, (laughs) And so Maria couldn't play AVP anymore So there was the opportunity to play with Caitlin Um, But then April needed a partner for Seattle last minute Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you say yes (laughs) Right, right Yeah No offense meant to you Right, yeah Yeah. 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 And then, but then afterwards um, After Seattle, I was able to get Caitlin for San Francisco and Hermosa
1: Yeah, and you guys were really good together And then Then you didn't play together. And I forget what happened. Why did you not finish the last couple
0: tournaments together?
3: Um, Nicole Brana actually asked her to play after Hermosa. And um, I don't know. And I understand where she's coming from when it's like you have an experienced Olympian kind of asked you to play. Like, do you take advantage of that opportunity? And um, I ended up getting Allie Wheeler. And we did really well in Manhattan. I think we got a fifth. And then Chicago was okay. And then after the season, um, Caitlin was like, Hey, do you wanna to play together again? And I was like, Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought your partnership was really good.
3: I love playing and with Caitlin. I was Caitlin, so yeah.
1: surprised to see you guys didn't play the last two tournaments together and I was I was baffled, but I guess maybe you gotta go away from something for a moment
2: to know how yeah. to Or goes. you go away and you learn. For sure. From April and from Nicole Brenna. Sure. And I'll right. bring this back to the table and we yeah. partner back up together.
3: And Caitlin and I, we played together um, for the World University Championships back in 2013. So okay. we would already, mm. we kind of grew up in the learning, like we had learned from Anna uh, Collier, mm-hmm. kind of like that style of play. So we were very familiar with it. We already knew we gelled really well on the court. And obviously, you know, we did well when we first jumped back together. Yeah, second and, then, and a third. Yeah. And then after we did the uh, P1440 in San Jose. Did pretty well. And then um, in Chetumal, we got uh, the silver. so Right. And then this season, we're committed to playing together.
1: So are you going to do international as well?
3: Yes. We actually – we already okay. had one tournament. We played in Cambodia. <laughs> right. Um, I saw that. Yes. And, uh, well, we haven't really looked too much further into the calendar, but I know that we do – if there's opportunity, we definitely want to try. Um, but AVPs, yeah. you know.
2: Well, Caitlin's game, I feel like the last – especially when she teamed up with – Maria, mm-hmm. like her block and her game went to another level for sure. and has maintained that since then. Um, so it didn't surprise me when April's giving her a call, like other players are like, hey, we'd like to partner with you.
3: For sure. I mean, and she had gone down to Brazil for a couple of months mm-hmm. with Maria and trained and like, I mean, you know, it's a whole different. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You can learn so right. much down there. So yeah. that was awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, she went to the finals with you, went to the finals with April, with April. Yeah. That was Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. I remember watching that one. That was an awesome scene there.
2: I think it's going to be good again this year. Yes. At Lake Sammamish? Yeah,
1: and the cool thing about that one is that it's a destination. You have to go there to be there. Correct. You can't just wander by. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like here you can wander by and you can casually be there, and the atmosphere is great. But there, people have to actually say, all right, I'm going to get on the highway, and I'm going to drive out. And to pay to park.
0: And, and yeah,
3: to The $15 parking yeah. fee, yeah. You're right, and,
0: and take there's
1: 45 <laughs> minutes to get out. Yeah. Bald
2: eagles flying around.
1: There are. There are. Watch yourself.
2: <laughs> don't be a small animal yeah.
1: do not hold a hot dog high in the air <laughs> good to know in here you gotta be careful cats might fall from the ceiling yes. at any moment oh goodness alright so I was going through some of your some of your bio stuff and you listed Michael Jordan as your favorite athlete at one point yes which I think is duh cool <laughs> because you're after the Michael Jordan era basically right
3: I mean yes and no okay. I my dad obviously he's watches sports all the time so I grew up and like I don't know I just had a the Chicago bulls at the time when they had all yeah. those players. So, um, but Michael, just his physicality was obviously, you know, Next he could level. do everything. And yep. that's like, kind of like something that I've always strived towards for beach volleyball is like, I like that you have to do each skill, but I want to like thrive at each skill too. And just be like a really good all around player.
1: Your serve is probably the thing that gets the most attention.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd it come from? Um, I actually, it's funny. I, you know, played, started playing club volleyball when i was 12 13 and i feel like i was terrible i was absolutely terrible like i had to like underhand serve and then i switched clubs and everybody's
2: terrible at volleyball when yeah they yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest like right. it's yeah not a natu- it's not a natural sport it's not a natural sport
3: right yeah. and um i switched clubs and i played for TCA and um that- neil mason at the time his whole philosophy on that was like jump serving and so okay. i went from like basically underhand serving to Top spin serving, and nice. so I just zero think zero to a hundred, right? Yeah, yeah. and I I feel like I've just had years and years of practice with it, and so many reps. So
2: it's definitely a weapon.
3: People Thank don't you. like it. No, they don't <laughs> like yeah, receiving they, it. No, they sure.
1: don't like it at all. They really didn't like it in San Francisco. <laughs> well, the wind was very much <laughs> oh, so to man. my advantage. Yeah, especially on the one side. I think the one the one end was open, like the south end or something. If I'm doing my and whatever. Yeah. One in was open and you were just killing people into that wrist away the whole time.
3: I I honestly was I was just bombing it. I was like I don't even know where this is going. I'm just going to hit it as hard as I can into the wind and then Yeah.
1: Awesome. I like that. Yeah. And I I don't know why more people don't jump serve. Do you think it's just cuz unlike you they didn't grow up with this is the way it's going to be?
3: I mean, I think with the women's game, it especially cuz the net's a little bit lower, the float serve is really effective. Yeah. Um so, I mean, I don't know.
2: The court's smaller too. When the court got smaller, yeah, people stopped going back to ripping their jump serve. There's not as much court to aim at.
1: Well, that's true, men's yeah. and women's.
3: Yeah, yeah. and I blockers too. I think maybe saving some of their jumps.
2: Mm. Yep. Okay. Okay.
1: What is it about the the partnership that clicked between you and Caitlin? What worked? Because it worked right away. I mean, right. you said you played together before, but not that much, and not recently. So
3: yeah, it's it's kind of hard to describe. Like I feel like you just have this certain, you can find that partner that you just have this certain chemistry with on the court. Like I know she's going to get that ball. I, you know, or we just flow really well. But Mm -hmm. I think it's also kind of like that we're both pretty calm players. And like, I think that kind of balances works for us. And just the whole like trust factor too, like, I trust that if she's getting served, I know like she's going to do her job. She's going to put the ball away and she yeah. trusts me too. And I like feel that as well. And so I think having that um, mutual um, understanding is really to our benefit.
2: And you have Nancy Mason as your coach Yes, and we're going to get to uh, an Instagram story you posted of her the other day. Cause I thought it was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> um, but how does she factor into your guys chemistry on the court?
3: She's great. I mean, I've worked with her, I think this is my third season now and um you know, I don't know if you look if you looked at her bio, but, like, I think it was in, like, 2003, she had, I can't remember the number, but so many top three finishes yep. with six different partners. Mm-hmm. And so, like, just knowing, like, okay, she can play any position, you know, with anybody and still do well. And so, like, I, I mean, I know her knowledge of the game is very extensive, and so I've had a Ansel great time. Nancy
2: was a top player in her time. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. So, I've loved learning from her, and I love... I think we both appreciate that she's very matter of fact. She doesn't sugarcoat things and, um, yeah, but, I, and her practices are really hard. So it's nice.
2: <laughs> On Gina's Instagram story the other day, it was tripping Tuesday or whatever it was like. Caitlin tripped in the first yes. part of the video. Yes. And then the second part, Nancy's standing just off the court plays over, she's probably walking on the court to say something casually, and her foot gets caught on the line. And it's one of those casual ones where you're like, oh, I'll be able to get my foot out of it, but she doesn't. And then basically (laughs) face plants... In the sand. I, I she probably rewatched it 10 times because I was laughing hysterically.
1: <laughs>
3: well, and then I, she called me out. She's like, I'm blaming it on how terrible that dig of yours was. <laughs> of course <laughs> just she did. I collapsed.
1: <laughs> is that one saved in your Instagram? Can we go back and.
2: Oh, we can get the archive. I, can, I have I the archive. Say, yeah, yeah. Can put that one back My favorite now is that everybody turns to the camera and is like, oh, did you get that? Hopefully I wasn't blocking it because they're filming their practices. Yeah. Right, so all right. that stuff happens and it's immediately turned to the camera like, oh, I hope we got that on camera.
1: Yes. Oh, that's good. We should do it on Amazon, have a best practice moments. So everyone can send it in their
0: That'd most be
3: hilarious
1: fun. It was a slow video. motion
2: fall, which makes it, which made it even more I funny. didn't
3: slow it down at
0: all. It, either, was, yeah. whole, it was hysterical. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I love it. Uh, You've played well with different partners I mean, Nancy Mason did the same. Mm-hmm. Is that because you have a masters in communications? <laughs> is that? A, and, and what is a great question. I what is communications anyway? I mean, I think football maybe does a disservice to that major. So, right. what was your major like?
3: Um, it was a lot of different things. A I lot think of communicating. Yes, but like you know, a wide range of classes. Um, I think a lot of my professors tried to emphasize like how applicable all of the classes were to any profession that you decide to further. Cause
1: you will have to talk to people.
3: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like I had a, you know, a public speaking class, mm-hmm. like a persuasion class, a debate class, um, rhetoric, you know, like all of that. And, and I got my master's in communication management. So it was like more of an, a business side of communication okay. and I did an emphasis in digital marketing. So like that was pretty broad where you take a class and then you could write the paper, you know, for the semester was like whatever subject you want to pick. So, And I kind of focused on digital marketing.
1: So you, you've said I would be in digital marketing if I wasn't playing volleyball. What would that look like to you?
3: Um, well, I do do that on the side a little okay. bit, yeah. She'd be well,
2: running your Instagram account and yeah. getting you a lot more followers. <laughs> cool.
3: In. <Yeah. laughs> Ten grand a month, just yes. in case you're wondering. Out. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I, I wonder how
1: you're making it work. That dovetails into another question. We always deal with with beach volleyball players, unfortunately, at this point. How are you making the professional beach volleyball player label work?
3: Um, so a couple things. Luckily, uh, my parents live in a great location. They live in Los Alamitos. So I'm like, 20 miles to South Bay, 20 miles to South Orange County. So I live at home right now. Okay. So I say like, I'm just right now. It's been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are
1: you in the basement? Do you have your own level? Like (laughs) if if we have a party,
3: they, they would welcome people. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're really supportive in that sense. And that obviously saves me a ton of money. And, um, and then I do freelance digital marketing on the side, which is really flexible with my training hours. It's just kind of whenever I can put in the time. Yeah. And then volleyball and sponsors, et cetera.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I like your sponsor names. Uh, Smarty Pants, Vitamins, Camp Felix, and Gold Sheep, are they all on board with you?
3: Uh, well, Camp Felix is my friend's company. Just so your friend's company. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: I just wondered, like, did you have a lock on all the really cool named sponsors? <laughs> <laughs>
3: did you see
2: her tights last year? on tour, like those are all gold cheap.
1: You yeah. should
3: wait till you see my suits this year. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah.
2: Can't wait. Oh.
1: Can we get some gold cheap stuff for me? I mean, I dress in gold. I think it's more Can we get fun. some guy stuff?
3: You should see, they have all gold truck suits coming out. Yes, mm-hmm. please, yes.
2: Not sure you are the uh, Intended target market? market. Target market, <laughs> <laughs> for, or would be the ideal spokesperson. Okay. Don't
1: be surprised this year if I dress like Cameron at one point. Be, uh, <laughs> it,
2: w- it won't surprise me, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you skateboarded from here... To the Manhattan Beach tournament in all gold. Yeah. With your cane, pimp cane.
1: Yeah. Skateboarded and ha- electric skateboard. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, one wheel.
2: Because <laughs> it was the gold series, he had to wear all gold. Oh, yeah. With the top had hat. Had to. do not want
1: to do for the gold series this year? That's on the docket. <sighs> yeah. See, Gina gets to come, so the don't don't the prototypes are over there.
2: Prototype. Kevin's making some uh, of the trophies this year. Oh, cool! Yeah. I
3: won't look.
1: No, you well, since you okay. come, you get to see them then. Oh, nice. But. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that all works out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you as Kevin said won your scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Did you know then that you were the first beach athlete to get a scholarship? Then they called it sand, but did, were you aware of that at the time?
3: I I was like I was um Mick Haley at the time was a big proponent of getting the sport passed yeah. and um you know, he had told me like if it does become a sport like you're getting that that scholarship. And, um, cause there were only, I don't even remember how many, there were maybe like what 10, 12 schools yeah, initially Yeah, it was and small. like, and I Pepperdine, you know, was just starting too, and FSU and Long Beach state. So, um, but yeah, I, it was, I feel pretty special yeah. honored and you know, I, it was like the cherry on top to my college career to be able to play that sport for my last five years of year. free school too. That's, yeah, okay. I know. Yeah.
1: It works out. Yeah. Did you have any indoor options coming out of school?
3: Um, no, I I didn't have anybody come to me, and I didn't necessarily seek it out. Um, okay. I always kind of knew beach was way more my sport than indoor. I loved indoor. I still do, but um, beach, I think, just fit my style of play a little bit better. Why? Just kind of like that. I don't know. I like to think I'm a little scrappy, and I wasn't like indoor. I was an outside, but I wasn't really like a power, power hitter, um, and the shot game is right up my alley. So Okay.
1: Plus the tan, a lot weaker. Yes. Indoors. Your <laughs> yeah. tan outdoors, enviable.
3: <laughs> it's it's already pretty far along. For yeah, it. but if that's only not even close, April, em-
1: Emily yeah. Day,
2: extremely jealous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is, we could play opposites with you and M Day. Yes. Midsummer. Yeah, right. Yeah. So where does that come from? What's your heritage?
3: Um, my dad is Mexican. Okay. So I'm half Mexican, but my mom's like European mix. Okay. Starberry, blonde, blue eyes. Okay.
2: Yeah. A mutt? I don't think a a I knew a like me. That, that's, that your mom yeah. looked like that. That's yeah, funny. yeah.
3: But you'll see my dad on my court. He's way darker than me even. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice.
2: You can interview him during some k-walking segments this he, year on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah,
1: he and I can do the opposites. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, you actually may not
2: be able to because the camera iris won't be able to adjust to both.
1: People get their white balance off me. Yeah. The fact that you're happen. wearing a white yeah. shirt right now is yeah. probably throwing off the Mivo. Yeah. <laughs> it did just fade out for a second. It went weird. So you guys are going to play FIVB this year. What does that schedule look like in terms of laying it out with the AVP schedule?
3: Um, I know AVP is definitely a priority for us. Um, Our goal is to win an AVP event, and uh, then whatever kind of FIVBs fit in with that, we're definitely going to try and do. I know, you know, four stars. We'd like. I think we we signed up for the Shaman, but um, the list comes out in a couple days. And I don't know if we're going to make it into the country quota, just because that you know point wise and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, we'll sign up for what we can, and then hopefully, you know, the opportunity presents itself.
1: You guys are are looking to make an Olympic run, or just play internationally in addition to domestically.
3: Um, for for Caitlin, I know that's like a long term goal of hers. Okay. Um, for me, more so, it's uh, I I like it because it's great experience traveling etc mm-hmm. but then also like it's just going to make me overall a better player like who knows in the long run you know but for right now like i know f- my focus this year is like international because of the experience and ultimately like that's going to make me better for uh to win an avp I
1: like it I like it. yeah speaking of travel let's talk about your patagonia oh, trip yeah. <laughs> so you go down to patagonia <laughs> yes. southern tip of chile right yes and you went on a really long walk right
3: Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a long <laughs> like, s- stroll, you stroll? know. Yeah, I
1: mean, fifteen miles or something at one point in one day, or I. It was
3: um forty. It was about fifty miles over like five and a half, six days. That's a lot. Yeah, it was, and but not
2: it, like just like walking down the street here. <laughs> no, no.
3: <Yeah. laughs> like we had. I mean, my bag was probably. 25 ish pounds and we camped each night luckily they already had like tent and sleeping bag set up so my pack was a little bit lighter okay um but it's not
1: totally solo you're on a guided event
3: no it's self-guided but everybody is more or less doing the same path so it's like a lot of the people you will meet at like the lodges you see again the next night you know they've made this but it's like you go at your own pace you know leave when you want etc um but yeah, it was it was awesome. And Chileans don't believe in switchbacks, so it wasn't high elevation. <laughs> like they even said, like the one of the guides even said it, like when they initially built these, like they don't like switchbacks. So it's like to the top of Torres del Paine, it was straight up, up like boulders. Is that
2: a belief system? I just don't believe in switchbacks. <laughs> like is that a faith-based thing? Like did Maybe. Jesus also not believe in switchbacks? Right. Is that what happened? You're right, right. The God of switchbacks
0: <laughs> was yeah. not believe. Yeah. yeah, nope.
2: Yeah. We just go yeah. straight up the mountain.
3: Yep. <laughs>
1: So why do that trip? What was attractive about it?
3: Um, I have always kind of wanted to go to that part of the world, and um, we were deciding between the Argentina side and the Chile side, and mm-hmm. we found this package that worked well with our schedule and what we wanted to do. And, Who's um, we? Uh, it was my re- my really good friend, Courtney, who lives in Austin. So she met me. We actually I flew to Dallas. She flew to Dallas, and then we flew down to Santiago together. Cool. Stayed a couple of days in Santiago, then flew down. And when we arrived in Punta Arenas, like – I, like, Goog- zoomed out on my Google map, and I was like, oh, my God, like, Antarctica is, like, right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, yeah, so it's been on my bucket list, and um, it was, at the. it's one of those things where I was like, I need to just do this, because yep. I'm going to keep saying it. And my right. friend was like, I'll do it with you, and then I was like, okay, let's go. Now I'm definitely did, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was, I mean, probably my favorite trip I've ever been on, but more so because of the reward like you couldn't just like drive a bus and go see the top of the tower like you had to work for it and earn it and like mm-hmm. when you got there it was unlike anything I've ever seen what'd you learn about yourself I learned how mentally um strong I am I, I think like physically I kind of knew like it would be challenging but something that I could do and but mentally it was like I I mean you know you get to the top and I'm like wow I made I did that you know and it's and during it, there was never a moment of doubt, never a moment of like, I don't want to do this anymore. It was just like, okay, one foot after the other, just keep going. And I like to look back and think like, that was a good starting point for this new year. Mm-hmm. And for like the goals that I have for myself going into the season and the mental challenge, like, you know, I was really proud of myself for how far, um, for accomplishing that.
2: Yeah. No switchbacks. Nope. Cause you look at the top of the mountain, you're like, that's where I have to go. And it's Straight up from here, yep. yeah,
1: it's like the incline in Colorado Springs. Ugh, straight up, like two and a half thousand vertical feet in like less than a mile. Really? Something oh, like gosh. that? Yeah, I used to look it up. It's it's gnarly. You're also using your hands to climb <laughs> at times. Yeah, yeah, it's super super gnarly. And we used to do it, and some guys would do it twice. Like you, oh my gosh, crazy. I'm not doing it twice. Mm. Once is bad enough.
2: I feel like every off season you do a trip.
3: I try to, yeah, yeah, I try to do one international trip, just non volleyball related. Um, so like this year I did Patagonia, the year before I did Iceland. And then the year before that I did the Philippines. Cool. So just trying to. How was Iceland? Iceland was really cool. It was, it was cool because of the different terrains in such a small piece of land. Mm -hmm. And so we did the whole ring circle. We drove all the way around the country Mm -hmm. and like we, you know, like you have the fjords and volcanoes and lava rock everywhere. And then geothermal areas and. Dragonstone. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That
1: yeah. Well, hopefully and drink, you, and hopefully you watch
2: Game of Thrones. Kevin likes to throw T V references <laughs> into the conversations.
1: <laughs> yeah, the incline, two thousand vertical feet in less than a mile. Wow. That's if you could do it at right around forty minutes, you were in good shape. For athletes, yeah, like mid thirties.
2: Dude. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. It's one of those things here where like oh I work out on the beach all the time, I feel like I'm in shape, and then you get to higher elevation, and you're like, I can't breathe. Right. No. Yep. Right. But you're still a professional athlete. Why can't I breathe right now? Well, I still feel that day that way every day I practice.
3: <laughs> I swear I practice. <laughs> Why can't I breathe? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. All right. So you said you laid out some goals. Yes. For this season, what
3: are they? Um, win an AVP. Yeah. Um. Uh. I want Caitlin and I to finish in the top five teams. Okay. Um. And I don't know. It'd be nice to be best server again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well.
3: I mean, April, obviously, is really good. Ah, and- <laughs> Whatever.
2: <laughs> She's so overrated. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so, Who are your sponsors for this
3: year? Um, I still have Smarty Pants and Gold Cheap. Okay. Um, and that's it for right now, but hopefully more.
1: How do you go about getting sponsors in your world?
3: Um. So... Kashi Walmer's is my manager, so she helps me out a lot. But otherwise, it's just kind of going out and reaching out to people. We actually just went to the Natural Products Expo in Anaheim, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we met a bunch of new brands and companies, and kind of initiating that initial conversation of partnerships and how we can make it work. So um, hopefully, some leads. Cool.
2: Anything gotta, surprise you at that show? Got to make it happen on your own. Yeah.
1: yeah. Anything surprising? Yeah, just in the show in general. Um, I would well, think a show like that would be quite interesting.
3: It It's crazy. There's thousands of people like vendor. It's kind of overwhelming if it's your first time, like there's just vendors and like every part of the convention center is consumed by products and brands. And you just realize like how much there is out there and how many mm-hmm. opportunities there actually are out there, especially for athletes in our sport. But especially like the CBD industry, like yeah. that's huge. And like there's a whole section for it. And, you know, and you know, so that's a big thing that I think a lot of athletes that I've seen are tapping into.
1: Yeah, a lot of athletes are trying to tap into it, and there's some dicey stuff going on with TV coverage mm-hmm. and sponsors and whether it's legal or not legal. And Right. Uh, I've heard well, some I think discussions in other sports leagues about issues related to that. Can we show your logo even? There right. just needs
2: to be an education with it, I think, right, because people don't
1: – Well, it's legal in a lot of the country.
2: Yeah, but then they just don't understand it. Really. Right. Right. They just think like, oh, it's just a bunch of kids smoking weed, getting
3: yeah. high. Or they think like, oh, CBD, like that, does that get you high? Or yeah. like the oils, isn't that, you know, not, right. le-, but it, it's fine, you know.
1: Right. It's not doing what Spicoli wanted it to do. Right.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, that was a funny reference that you brought into the show, Kevin. It's an
1: even older reference I know, than but the it's, other one. I know, but it was a good one. Good job. Dude.
2: Way to connect with the youth.
1: What else do I have on here? I don't even Oh, wait, you don't like country music?
3: No. I've tried
1: really hard. You and Jeremy Paisanos. That's cool. Oh,
3: yeah. we have, I remember you saying that, too. <sighs>
1: uh,
0: it has its place.
1: You should put Nashville on your bucket list, and you might like country music. I've been to Nashville, too. Not you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do want to go there. I haven't been there.
1: It's a great city. Yeah. Jeremy? It's not that Nashville? I, I love Nashville. Yeah.
2: And it's more people don't realize that it's not just country music there. So not just yeah. that. You yet. can find definitely find that for sure. But right. They have ex- expanded and not just at like the South by Southwest festival, like all of this stuff. But as far as country music goes, unless you're at like a rodeo, where does country music style music fit into bringing energy to a sporting event?
1: I'm telling you, my wife made this point to me because I also <laughs> did not like country music, and then I got involved with the gateway drug known as Zach Brown Band, and all of a sudden I was liking some country music.
2: What? Zach Brown's song would work at a sporting event. And by that, I mean basketball or volleyball. The two well, sporting events that I'm mean, in. It would work with. at beach. <laughs> it would work at beach. In the morning? Sure. When Gina's warming up at 8 o'clock in the morning?
1: Uh, Well, I'm not talking about for the players necessarily, but chicken fried. You could do a little chicken fried in the morning.
2: I will play some chicken fried in Austin, but that'll be the only place. Because here is the issue with country music. It's, it's, I. There are country songs that I like. I know... Every word to Country Boy Can't Survive
3: by Hank Williams Jr.
2: Okay. Literally that's every word. That's old school country. It, that is actual old school country. Why I know every word,
3: I don't that's know. That's a good
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> but So what do you do like country music?
3: I like Shania Twain. Those like, man, I feel like It doesn't woman. impress me much. Right, yeah. yeah. That, that's the only stuff yeah. I know.
1: Tom Hoff and I bop into that
3: one. It's just not,
2: I, I just don't feel like it's the correct vibe. Whether fans like it or not, that's an irrelevant thing because if somebody's trying to side out, it's there's that fine balance of am I playing for the fans am I playing for the moment look, if, I
1: think if you pay if you played Chicken fried either in the morning or if you played it, I on can play it as Friday, you were, we're walking out Friday at match the tournament,
2: over everybody enjoy Friday at the tournament yeah
1: at the end of the day that would be good sure end of the day you're no on a Friday night no problem people get excited by that people be excited about that line if you played it in the last stanza of the final match on Friday on club. as
2: soon as the last ball hits the ground. <laughs> And we're all saying goodbye. That'll be my like walkout song. Yeah, sure, people are already I, I leaving, can do though. that.
1: Though you got to keep, you got to get them when they're still there, when they're starting to think about cold beer.
2: When Mark, hopefully he's listening to this, talking over it for five straight minutes, screaming. And I over have to it, mute his, I have to mute his <laughs> microphone so I can when he's get my song. Over it? Is that
1: what you're referring to?
0: <laughs>
2: I didn't say that.
1: My wife explained this to me about country music. She said before I used to make fun of it because it was all about like your dog is dead, your it's, trailer has yep. the wheels falling off, it's like your white voice is crap. Rap music. They're the, okay. they're the same thing, but. That's what it used to be about. Now, it's pop. It's about beer, trucks, and chicks, <laughs> or dudes, whichever way you want to go. And I can get behind all those things.
2: <laughs> but the, it's the energy of the song. Okay. Right? Like Gina, when you're warming up. So you need a bass beat. So do you Gina, want Shania Twain when you're you warming up? No,
3: I want, I want bass. Yeah. Okay. I want yeah. rap, hip hop, you.
1: With some go to. Do we have to like, pour something out for Nipsey Hustle today? Is that what we have to do? Yeah, we could do that.
2: Yeah. Gina likes Kick Push by Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, okay. he always plays that for me.
3: Okay. But any honestly, any hip-hop I'm down with. For spiking balls? Pumps yeah. me up, yeah. I agree yeah.
1: with that. Yeah. yeah. You're right, Jeremy. The music is very important uh, when you're You
2: want to know why I know ready? I'm right? Because that's what I do for a living.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not bashing any type of music is just sometimes. Yeah. The morning is the hardest part for me. Yeah. Because the I fans like- aren't necessarily awake yet, but like. The players that are on the court need some energy, but I can't. You can't go truffle butter. I can't up. go too no. hard that early in the morning, but I also can't.
3: That's why you do like you good sleep. morning Kanye exactly. all the time. Yeah.
2: I, I do like your morning
0: yeah.
1: mix. It gets me going. I'm like, oh, yeah I, some, yeah.
2: I don't know if I can play Kanye this year. Why? You said some things that there. I can't play. Like in the club, I it's hard to. Depends on where you are. Mm-hmm. It's Sometimes Kanye doesn't go over well. Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Maybe it's the red hat he had on for a it, while. That's exactly why it is. Yeah. Not a smart move.
2: And as a DJ, I don't want the crowd to turn on me. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's the concern. Correct. Yeah. Yep. That is the primary concern.
2: Yeah, so so hip-hop. But if there are any new stuff, just let me know. And oh, yeah. I'll put it on your for playlist. Sure. Yeah.
1: Can I put in a playlist?
2: You can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> will you play any of it? That's a whole other a podcast. whole other question, <laughs> yes. So did anybody else in your family play volleyball? No. Nope. Mom, dad?
3: Nope. No? No one. Why do you play? You know, I was a swimmer. Okay. And they introduced PE to us, in, I mean volleyball to us in PE. Mm-hmm. And I had the overhead shoulder strength to actually hit the ball, so I was better than a lot of my classmates. So I was like, "Oh, I'm good." Like, I'm, I'm so like, good yeah. at this volleyball thing. And so then my parents, I told them that I liked it, and they signed me up for a rec league thing. And then
1: you were best server in that rec league that <laughs> year, <laughs> <laughs> just bombing her yeah. under yeah. bombing her underhand yeah. serve on people. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, and
3: then that's kind of how I got into it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And what? How old were you? When I was that? I was eleven. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. That's I mean that's early. So many girls players at that age are starting at that point. Boys lots of times don't start till thirteen, fourteen. Right. It's weird. You yeah. never got burned out though.
3: Nope, never. Still not either. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I know. I talked to a lot of my friends who maybe played overseas indoor and stuff, and they they're done, and I'm like, Oh, Do that'll you?
2: burn you
1: out.
3: Yeah, they're <laughs> like, Do, I'm like, Do you miss it? And they're like, Not at all. Is and some
2: I, of that? Did you luck out with? coaches that you had along the way or you think it's your personality or a combination of all of the above
3: I think a combination for yeah. sure and just you know having played beach like I mean the lifestyle obviously is so appealing and I drive an hour in traffic but my office is you know in the sand so it's not that bad
2: and you get to see Nancy Mason trip and fall yeah. on her face <laughs> That was hilarious that's
1: good that, that needs to come back it now. was hilarious yeah. yeah okay did a lot of people watch last year with Amazon Prime did you yeah. feel like the Q rating went up for you within your sphere?
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Um my and obviously like my parents try to travel to a lot but like I mean they love the be to be able to watch all the time and um I think it's great. I think it's great for the sport and um I mean any any the the full coverage thing is just awesome. So I think that's really special better than, you know, just the one-time slot yeah. on NBC, which obviously is great that we have that that viewership too so having both of those combined i think is really good for our sport
1: have you been able to leverage that is that part of the the package when you were at the conference
3: uh yeah for sure that definitely we sell that point to sponsors of like hey we're going to be on amazon which is a huge market and you know the opportunity possibly to be in the finals which is an nbc thing too so those are all um key points that we talk to sponsors about.
1: Yeah, I've wondered how that's going to change the conversation for players, for the tour itself in relationship Mm -hmm. to sponsors, the the exposure that Amazon brings. Well, and the wider
2: variety that you get to see of players. Because before, like, you had to make the finals. Right.
1: And there were no interviews. Right. Yeah,
0: and you you don't get to to
3: get to know the players as much. No, and that's really unique, too, because I think, you know, as this new generation of players are coming up, it's important to kind of get their faces and names out there because... You know, when the shift happens, it's like people, you know, people watching are going to be like, wait, who's that? Yeah. But now they yeah. are going to be able to see that. And well, Kevin
2: mentioned it like the first at least couple events. Like when we be like, oh, if you won on stadium court, like come up and do the interview. People are like, oh, I don't know if I want to. Because like uh-huh. it's out of their normal routine right. of like, oh, I'm going to go back to the tent. Or right, right. now it's like, hey, how come I didn't get to be on Amazon right. this week, which is great. I Isn't remember he, Ed
1: Ratledge in San Francisco being like, how come I haven't gotten to corner before? Like, well, i win more matches. And he did. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's like, fine, yeah. I'll just win the tournament yeah. then. Fine. Take that. <laughs> and I'm going to skateboard away. That's <laughs> hilarious. Good for Ed. Yeah. What are your other hobbies besides travel?
3: Um, I love to snowboard. I didn't get much of an opportunity to this season, but um, in past seasons I've gotten into it. Coaches have always been like, you can't get hurt. Don't, you know, yeah. knock on wood. But like... I'm like, life's too short. I'm going to enjoy this while I can. I feel like
2: snowboarding is safer than skiing.
3: It is.
1: As good as I am at skiing. Snowboarding cost me a couple years.
3: Well,
2: Hmm. that's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Freaky weird stuff. So could just driving down the street. True. Yeah.
1: Or walking. Remember, I sprained my yes, ankle Yes, Kevin sprained his ankle just walking down the street. Oh,
3: don't worry. The other week, I tripped and fa- I was like, working that south of the border volleyball vacations yeah. in Cabo, and I was just walking to my hotel room, and I tripped. And I f- landed on all four. I was like, I'll put and scraped my knee, and it was like gushing blood. And I was like, I feel like I'm six years old again. Yeah. And I like, hurt my knee, and it was finally feeling better. I'm like, God, this is so Gina's
2: stupid. out for the season. What happened? I tripped. I tripped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> injured while walking yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you hear those players like oh I was getting into the bathtub and now I'm out for the season or some random thing they did at home where oh I blew out my knee right yeah. no, no. I-, I tripped that's yeah. why
1: you need a life alert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're sending help right away Mrs. Norris <laughs> alright I think we've covered uh, nearly all of it we're gonna see it every event this year right
3: yes Okay. I'm really excited
2: one a, month
1: with the Ledoux crew.
2: Yes, we're gonna have Caitlin on soon too. Yeah. Oh yay. Yeah. 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 Thought about doing both of you today, but then that like, that's two guests at the same time where I can spread that out to totally. another week so yeah, I'm yeah. like oh what's another week kill, right kill, yeah kill a whole yeah. another week yeah. worth of material exactly genie <laughs> <Exactly.
0: All
3: right. laughs> rango thanks thank you so much yeah. how you
2: could do the photo now with all of us on the headset we're going to yeah. do it right now we're just going to pause yeah, the people down. who are watching it's live gonna we're, we're going to pause it we're just yeah. going to yeah. we'll, we'll do, do it with the, get the headset on arms involved yeah oh yes here we go it's live photos don't screw it up kevin here we go the net live is
1: going to be all backwards
2: sideways this way hang on see he's trying to get me out of the photo Hold on, do it again. Everybody look at the camera. Yeah, look at, at the, the camera. Okay, I'll okay. Go over there. Yeah. Cool. I
1: nailed it. Sweet. It. Thank you so much for Thank coming in. Thank you for having well, me. We really that was fun. It. And uh, and we'll look forward to seeing
0: you this summer. You too. Oh, cool.
2: Tell Nancy we say hi. I will. And I will made fun <laughs> and of And hope her she's on. okay. But, yeah, I hope <laughs> that she didn't hurt her blow out <laughs> her knee or anything. I will for sure. <laughs> cool.
0: All right, Jenny Rango, checking out Thank
1: here you. the Net Live. That's uh oh, I need the dongle because I gotta call the boys. Oh
2: yeah. We have to do college volleyball. We have to talk college volleyball now. It's like I don't, so I don't pay attention.
1: Nobody, nobody wants to, but we have to. <laughs> Actually, I want to. I'm excited about it. Thank
2: you Thanks. So much. Good to see you. Yeah. Will you Thanks. Send me
1: that photo? Yeah. Yes, okay. I will. I'll send it to Jeremy. <laughs> also, uh,
2: who am I calling? See Gina. Thanks. Yes, it's my favorite. I need them to be a sponsor. As a matter of fact, what is it? Celsius. Let me just put it oh, up here yeah. on the table so it gets in the camera shot. There you go. Jeremy's pitching.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, Gina. All right, let's see here. We'll get Vinny Lopes.
2: Is the video still going?
1: Uh, yeah, it should be.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah,
1: it's on. got 14 people there. Oh. Turn it down. We don't want to listen to Vinny answer the phone. He may or may not answer. That's the thing, too. All right, let's add a call here. We're going to add
2: Jan. <sighs> yeah, there's Gina on the my feed. Okay, we're good. We're back.
1: Hopefully it's running better because I've st- – Put the spaceship back in charge. Seriously,
2: going up into your attic to get the show, all the stuff. Like, it's like the Starship Enterprise up there. <laughs> well,
1: I've, I've moved it out here now. I actually had it moved. I had it put on a new line. Like, if it's not working properly, then uh, then I'm going to be really unhappy. Yeah. This is why we need an intern just to dial the numbers, just to
2: call digits. Yeah. Well, I'm always in a full panic when. You're not here, and I have to do it, merging all the calls just to make sure that it goes through. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I heard because you guys were trying to get John Mayer on, and it just wasn't working last week. Well, yeah. For- oh, by the way, I think we need to change that. Somebody texted me. said it's not Loyola. It, it's Loyola Marymount. I think it said Loyola. Did I say Loyola? My well, bad. not said. but I didn't say Marymount. On the, on the promo. All right, let's bring him in.
2: Oh, in the description. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, everybody.
1: Our three correspondents for AVCA College Volleyball Weekly brought to you by the American Volleyball Coaches Association, a weekly recap of all that's happening in collegiate volleyball. It is the men, and we are down to one last week of regular season play out here at the MPSF. Let's bring in Jay Hasek, Vinny Lopes, and Rob Espero. Gentlemen, are you there? Yeah. know well, hey, how's it going? Woo. Yes, you guys are there, most definitely. Well done. Uh, Jay... I'm sorry about this week. You guys had a tough loss to Princeton, 3-1, uh, but that's a preview, perhaps, of the EIVA, at least semifinals, if not finals, right?
4: Uh, I would I would certainly like to think so. Uh, you know, Sam has done such a nice job with that program, and they've just got some guys that are really stepping up at a key time of the year. And You know, we had, we had, a, we had a good game plan. We missed a few execution points that we probably should have taken care of to clean it up a little bit, but you know, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where you just go back to the drawing board, you take a look at video, you see what you made some easier, and see if you can fix those the next time. I like our chances. You know, Princeton's hosting. It's going to be a tough dogfight up there, and they have not had that kind of pressure before. So it'll be interesting to see if they can handle it.
1: Yeah, the EIVA is a complete toss-up in my mind, and it will be exciting to watch the end of that. Robbie, I know you're contractually obligated to promote UC Irvine, but let me ask you a little bit about Concordia of Irvine. What a week they had. Defeated Stanford and BYU. Could Concordia make some waves here in the end of the season, the MPSF? Oh,
5: I believe so, because uh, obviously the, the upset of both of these teams this last week shows that they definitely had the firepower to do it, and what they've been doing it with is but early on, they're relying on uh, Luke kars Marzac. That name is so hard to spell, and as well as Jordan Hoppy. But then they got Raymond Barsimian back, who was in, uh, uh, I believe, at least all NPSF, one of the all npsf teams last year, and just bombed away twenty-four kills in in one of the matches. So you know they've got a bunch of firepower at the pins, and that's what's upsetting the balance, so to speak, in the MPSF. And uh, you know Concordia actually plays. UCLA and Pepperdine uh, in this final week of play. So they can definitely play spoiler. They and really shake things up for the
4: MPSF tournament. Yeah. I got boy, a question I- for, I got a question for everybody watching that BYU Concordia match. What was the conversation that was had with the refs at the end of the match? Because the middle blocker for Concordia clearly netted. It wasn't even close to being a non-call. And both the down rep and the up rep both made the call for BYU to get the point, which would have put him at 14-all. But some conversation was had, and ultimately the referees decided to give the point to Cordy. I'd be interested if anybody has any insight on that. Payback. Karma. <laughs> Karma. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Someone posted a me, oh, what, a bad call? Is a a BYU fan? <laughs> right. I
0: can tell right.
1: you this. Yeah. I can tell you this much. I heard from BYU, from Sean that uh, the head coach up there that, in fact, Jalen Jasper texted BYU's Libero and said, well, how do you guys like it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, played. How well about
1: played. that?
6: <laughs> so Sean well, Olmsted, and, yeah. Yeah, so and, and I will say one, one thing, though, um on that. And, Jay, you probably had a little bit of the better view on we on work or where you were watching, but from the sideline view we had uh, on the -the off-the-block Insta story, it didn't look as clear that that there was a a net call on that from that angle. So uh, I'm going to trust that that you had the better angle, Jay, with uh, your guys' advanced technology.
4: Trust me when I tell you Dolphins were scared about how much that guy was in the net. Yeah. (laughs) It it wasn't even close. The guy turned around and knew he had committed to that. The net bounced. The whole top tape bent. It wasn't even close. He
1: was swimming. I just thought it was Andy from the office going, a big tuna! (laughs) (laughs) All right, what else am I looking for here? Irvine continues to struggle, Rob Sparrow, and it just if you I said it earlier, if you took the best outside hitter off any team in the nation, they would struggle. Is there a way that they get back on track? Are we going to see Schneid Miller back out there? Did he come back out there this weekend? I just missed it.
5: Well, I had the chance to chat with Schneid Miller at the end of the second Long Beach match, and he's confident he'll see play before the end of the season. Um, you know, with that being said, you know, obviously, Niffen, Prussia, and EJ had to make some adjustments in a huge way. And what they came out with was actually pretty effective because they were battling Long Beach State uh, and they were, they were holding it close, although they were three set sweeps. Actually, the first one was 3 1, but UC Irvine was battling in and they found a way to get some points off of Long Beach State that made it a tighter match than what it could have been. Uh, you know, obviously losing our best outside hitter. You know, they put Seconda at the left side and put Applebach back at the right. And then uh, Dante Chakmorty is starting again. Wakanda, yes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So,
5: you know, they're finding a way to adjust. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, Irvine, when uh, Schneid Miller does come back, uh, it might be hard to adjust right off the bat. But, I mean, it'll give us some extra power needed at that left pin.
1: Well, I think if you've lost seven of eight, which they have, you maybe take the chance and just put them right back in there. Uh, Would you also maybe give the players their phones on road trips? Would you also go for that?
5: I, I, I went out on your uh, question there.
1: I said, "Would you give the players back their phones on road trips?"
5: <laughs> uh, if it's uh, more than a uh, hundred miles away, I will not give them their phones back. But within
4: twenty, maybe.
0: Okay. <laughs> I All think right.
4: that's a pretty bold maneuver. I got to give NIF credit for that. That's a pretty, uh, pretty old school move, and I and I got to appreciate it.
1: Well, Jay, how do you treat uh, that?
4: Well, I, I've taken away phones uh, after matches a few times when, you know, when you when you go back to the days, Kevin, you know, of, of lore, when you and I played when Haggis was the uh, was the, the dish of the day, um, you know, Gross. you and I didn't, when we went through a loss, we didn't have the ability to go online, print out the social media about how bummed you were, and get all kinds of responses that boost your ego back up. We kind of had to sit in the van or sit in the locker room or sit in our apartment where we were and stewing it for a little while. And, you know, I I, I don't necessarily know how much uh, how many milkshakes you had in your day when you were at Pepperdine, but, you know, most teams after a loss, they would usually get together and have a few milkshakes, and, you know, there was a lot of discussions that would go on, and a lot of it was pretty positive stuff, or at least reaffirming of, hey, we know we're better than this and we got to get better. And, you know, nowadays kids go through a loss and all of a sudden they're in the locker room, I'll give you a perfect example. This is a great story. So my team, a few years ago, we go out to Indiana. We go to play uh, Ball State. We end up losing. And then we go down to BFW the next night and just stunk up the joint. And, you know, I went in the locker room, and immediately I see 10 of my guys on their phones. And I looked at them all, and I got my backpack, and I put it in the middle of them all, and I said, put all your phones in this backpack. You're not getting them back until we get back to the hotel. We've got to learn how to deal with this on our own Rather than look to these false people that we may or may not even know to give us reaff- reaffirmation about how good of people we are, we don't need that right now. We need to figure out how to be better volleyball players. And I'll be honest with you, at first there were some there were some stares and, and some loops of disgust. But after we got back to the hotel, about an hour and a half later, they said, "Keep them till the morning. We don't need them." And so that that shows a level Jay, of you know what, it's okay.
1: Just just for the record, my ego never took any damage. Yep.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> not even when he played the fighting banana slug.
0: I
2: still can't hurt.
4: Take a little
6: hit there. I
2: still can't hurt Kevin's ego on the show, and I try every single <laughs> week. <so.
6: laughs> I,
4: I'm just picturing after <laughs>
0: I'm just credit
4: for that. But that's okay. a that's a move that not a lot of coaches are willing to make, and, yeah. and it's because they're afraid of the of the ramifications from it. Good FDM, Niff. I think that's a cool thing
1: to do. Yeah, he'll think out of the box. Go ahead, Vinny.
6: Yeah, so so two two things on this. One, if I had to pick a coach who still had a flip phone, it would be Coach Niffin. Two, you know, <laughs> this is an issue that I, that transcends all sports at all levels. You know, right, I remember right. hearing an interview with um, Aaron Rodgers on, on the Dan Levitard show. He was talking about how not even after losses, but just, it's tough for team camaraderie in this age because every single person is on their phone before or after practice. There's not communicating. So, uh, Jay, it's a real interesting situation for you as a coach and how you handle that just the day in day out, getting people, people interact and not being on their phone.
1: Right. Yeah. It's
4: tough to do. It's tough to do, especially when you're at home and you practice or before practice, guys are coming to and from class and are trying to catch up on maybe some contact. But, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a much yeah. different day and age, and we've uh, uh, ways uh, to, to re-engage.
6: Yeah, I'm also making notes here on the off-the-block Twitter account this week. Do not be positive to teams who lose. Be negative to them. Okay. Cause we're, <laughs> they do not need positive affirmation. Gotcha. Hey, <laughs> if
1: you don't win, you're obviously not doing your job. Exactly. I heard that once. Right? Yeah. Right, yeah. I heard that somewhere. Trying to think what what genius said that. I'm trying to remember. Hey, uh, PFW is not a credit rating agency, although they might have given me an eight ten. Uh, they are actually a university with one of the most ridiculous name changes I've ever heard, uh, but they have been making some waves in the MIVA, Vinny. I mean, they sit at eight and four. They're 16 and nine overall. They just defeated Ball State. Is this a yeah. team that could be the champion? out? Can they pick off Lewis or Loyola, who have been the class of the class?
6: That That's really the big question. I had a great opportunity to talk to Rock Carat, who is their, their head coach. I even joked with him that, you know, every time they make a name change, the team just gets better and better. But, you know, the one thing that, that Purdue Fort Wayne has going for them is they have one of the top outside attackers in the nation and Pelgrim Vargas and this kid can absolutely ball he's going to be a player who we see on the Puerto Rican men's national team he is playing out of his mind fantastic but you're right that is the big question they're eight and four but those four losses have all come against Lewis and Loyola and I asked um, Rock after the fall state match you know, Is your team confident that you can go on the road and beat these two teams? And he feels that. He said there's still that belief, still confidence. But, you know, it's time to see the proof in the pudding. One thing I will say, though, is if they get matched up with Loyola in the semifinals, that's a team historically that that Purdue-Fort Wayne plays very, very well against. So there could be a chance for an upset in the semifinals if that matchup takes place. All right. Hang on. uh, Hang on. Hang on. Let me
1: get Robbie back in here. Hang on. All right, we're all back. Go ahead, Jay. Well, uh, right.
4: I, I just want this just in. I just created a T-shirt that I'm selling online. There is no I in team. There is also no I in PFW. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. I <laughs> just so want good. one that, that has, like, all the credit rating agencies and PFW in there. I just want a list of them. <laughs> yeah. TRW, so, yeah, PFW. True.
6: <laughs> yeah, just in case anyone's keeping track, in a span of three years, they've gone from IPFW to Fort Wayne to PFW, but they have kept their mascot Don the Don. Or Don well, the, the colors have changed.
4: The colors have changed. So you yes, know, it's four four generations <laughs> in a matter of a two-year span. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: it gets a little silly. I remember a couple of years ago when I was doing Big West basketball, they insisted that I call him CSUN and not call him Cal State University Northridge. Like nobody knows what CSUN is. Do you guys know that? Right. No, no one knows. If I just say CSUN, what's that? It's not like saying yeah. Stanford. No one knows. Or well. as we like,
4: as we like to remember them as Nordoff State. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Well, it, you know, if CSUN
1: ever became relevant in volleyball again, maybe we would remember them. Well, if they, Whoa. If they win more than one big match a year, that would be nice.
6: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, this is the this is the time of year where I go on. Do you, you mind can kind of go on my coach's full rant really quick? Go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What in the world has CSUN done this season other than one glorious night in January to truly worth being a top 15 team? I mean, let's take a look at the last five months. They've had five wins in the last two months, or excuse me, in the last two months, two of them have been against Cal Lutheran, which, yes, I will give you, is the greatest men's volleyball team at a Lutheran institution in the world. I'm going to grant grant that to you. But seriously, <laughs> they're 0-6 in conference play, they stay at number 12. I bet you the polls coming in. They're at number 12 right now. And look, this isn't a knock on their program. It, you know, they're in a very tough conference, but you shouldn't be number 12, people. Like, what are we doing here?
1: This just like, in. Like, seriously. CSUN in at number 12 where they have been yeah, in the NCAA well, poll. Yeah, like, like, They're like, above are... Fort Wayne. They're above <laughs> PFW. They're above Concordia Irvine, <laughs> and above George sense.
0: Mason.
6: That makes zero sense. Like seriously, <laughs> like, what are we doing? They've had three wins against a Division One, Division Two team in two months.
4: What wow. are we doing, people? Like seriously? Yeah, like, man, that is a hell of a stat. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm gonna. Yet, you know you what? what? <laughs> there, yeah. How many wins do they have in conference, Vinny? Zero. They have as many wins as if I was on the team.
6: Here's Getting the 12
4: overall. overall. Here's the sad part. They could literally go over in conference, but you know what? They're still going to make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, and guess what, guys? They play Irvine this weekend,
5: so, uh, you know, that's hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean,
6: I, I mean, l- l- let's just think about this. Hey, we have a top 15 national ranking match coming up. We have UC Irvine that's lost seven of their last eight win winless and conference play. CSUN, man, that sounds like a good national ranking. Like it's wow. just crazy. Like it's just crazy. Some of the rankings here. And and look, I, I totally get like comp, like strength of schedule stuff. But at some point, you have to reward a team that's winning.
1: Okay. Like, so reward. CSUN is the only team listed inside the top fifteen on the AVCA poll that has a losing record.
6: And they shouldn't wow. be there. Wow. They, they shouldn't be like I'm going to make this argument. like like the teams that are on rank Grand Canyon. They have some quality wins this season against top Princeton. 10 teams and Barrett, Princeton's right up there. USC. I know, uh, Barton, you Barton is right there. Barton defeated USC. There are only three losses this season have come against George Mason, Long Beach State and a fluke loss to North Greenville. Like, I I mean, at some point for voters, I totally get the Matadome is awesome. I get like the Karate Kid was filmed there. I totally get like we're anti-Cobra Kai. I understand that. But at some point, you have to look at the volleyball team and say, are they a top 15 team?
1: One, two, three, four, five, all the same this week. Hawaii, Long Beach State, UC Santa Barbara, Pepperdine, UCLA. I don't think there's much to argue with there. Maybe UCLA will find out when USC and UCLA face off next Saturday. I'll have that one on the Pac-12 Network on Saturday night. USC, the big mover, coming up from 9 to 6, justifiably so. Lewis at 7, UC Irvine at 8. I'm not sure how you justify that one either. Stanford at 9, Loyola at 10, BYU 11, CSUN 12. And CSUN is above (laughs) PFW, Concordia Irvine, and George Mason. Last time I checked, Concordia Irvine just defeated the now number 9 as well as the number 11 team, yet they cannot get above CSUN.
6: And Ball State beat
5: CSUN. Like, I'm just... Yeah. yeah. It, it, it is just just kookiness. It, it's just kookiness. Well, those, that UCLA win on January 9th carried a lot of weight, as well as that win, Oh, man. Uh, Purdue Fort Wayne on January 18th.
1: <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm with Vinny wow. on this, though, that CSUN has got to do more than win one to two matches a year That where you think, okay, they've finally gotten over the hump, and then they go right back to stinking. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, listen, there's
4: no... There's no accounting for some of the poll voters. I've actually talked to a number of them over the years because I'm on the poll voting committee, and I will, I will absolutely disclose I did not vote for CSUN in this week, so I, they are not in my top 15. <laughs> However, uh, some of them, and I, and I will not name anybody. That's not the purpose of this whole thing, but some of them do not check the results. Some of them do not listen to the results right. that happen anywhere east of BYU, and that's a shame that means that there needs to be some turnover. There needs to be some people that, that might actually take some seriousness in that whole thing. I mean, and listen, again, it's about recruiting. It's about putting butts in the seats. And a lot of those teams, you know, they get a lot of really great recruits because they literally talk to everybody. Well, we're number 10 in the nation. or We're number eight in the nation. I do it myself. Why wouldn't you take advantage of that? But yep. you're right. Some of those teams don't deserve that ranking. and, and they definitely don't deserve to put more butts in the seats if they're not able to hold up to the end of the bargain.
1: Yeah. All right. Better team. You guys can just vote real here quickly. Hawaii or Long Beach State? Robbie.
5: Oh, you had to hit me up first, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Suck it, Robbie. (laughs) You know, I'm going to go based on what I've seen this last weekend, but – Hawaii, for sure, because they are firing on all cylinders, and you have to—you can't ignore the fact that Jay's favorite number, sixty-nine and zero in sets, that happened, and they are twenty-three this wins. Hey, hey, it's,
0: <laughs> it's actually
1: <laughs> Stephanie's favorite number. All right, Jay.
0: Hey,
1: <laughs> please. <laughs> 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 Hawaii or Long Beach? Are you asking me? Yeah.
4: You have to go with Hawaii. It's okay. 69-0, and, and Long Beach State has already lost the match. Okay. How do how do you deny that? That's the, without question.
1: That That's the top team in the country right now.
6: Vinny. Yeah, Hawaii, but are we talking the head-to-head series and what, what happens there, or are we just well, talking best team right
1: now? Well, we're, no, we're about to find out. We're just talking best team right now. I mean, we're about to find out oh, with Hawaii oh. and Long Beach facing off here and then there and then potentially here again. So we'll see.
5: Uh yeah, yeah. It, it,
6: it's Hawaii right now, but we're we're splitting here I mean, right. any
1: year, Vinny. Yeah, Vinny. Uh, is yep. all hell gonna break loose in the world of of men's volleyball? Is the sun gonna fail to come up come selection Sunday? <laughs>
6: Well, you know, here's the thing, you know, the White Walkers took a dragon and they have sprayed the, the wall and they've destroyed it. So the, this White Walker army's marching in. So, yeah, the sun may not come up. So the, for those mountain. that
1: for those that don't know, here's the potential no, situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. The potential situation is this Long Beach in Hawaii. Everyone figures one is the Big West champion. One is the at large. That's the guess. The The team yep. most likely to step into that conversation is UC Santa Barbara. Let's say they win the Big West. They have the automatic qualifier spot. Your next two spots go to Long Beach and Hawaii. Pretty safe to assume that those three teams are going to be there. Next question is, is Pepperdine the champion of the MPSF? Well, probably, but let's say it's somebody else, but they're all pretty close here somewhere nearby. Yeah. Then you have the MIVA, which really isn't consequential in this. Lewis is my favorite. Could be Loyola. It uh, could be PFW as discussed, but it's not really consequential for our discussions here. Odds-on champion of the Conference Carolinas is Barton. Champion in the EIVA is TBD. There are four teams that are realistically in the mix, Two of, three of whom have won the championship in the last few years, and add Princeton. So it's St. Francis, Penn State, George Mason. If anybody but George Mason wins the EIVA, that will mean no one is within 400 miles of Barton. Mm-hmm which will set up a scenario where potentially UC Santa Barbara and Pepperdine have to play, or some derivation thereof. Pepperdine and some other West Coast team have to play to get in while other teams walk into the semifinal. Yeah, You're, you're exactly right, Kevin. You,
6: you laid it out perfectly. and in, in many respects, the the hands in some regard are tied with the selection committee as there is this 400-mile rule for the playing match. And just to talk about how close we are, Princeton is four hundred and thirty-six miles away from Barton. We're thirty-six miles away from having work.
1: From for the integrity Princeton of the win. game, shouldn't that happen oh. though?
6: Oh, I agree without doubt. Now, now the selection committee. I will say, having conversations with them, is their comment is going to be, "Well, you're going to have to beat these teams anyways to win the championship." So, so at some point, you just need to go on out there and play. Now, that, that is their argument. I personally agree with you. The integrity of the game, you need to see this as accurately as possible. If you're going to have a small NCAA tournament field, you need to be accurate and fair in, in the representation on how you see this thing. So I, I completely uh, agree with you right here. I think that it is just absolutely crazy that this scenario could happen, and truthfully, I'm, I mean, the only one who can stop this is Jay and his team. Like listen, if listen. you are in Southern California right now, go to GoMason.com and go to the shop section and buy a bunch of George Mason
4: apparel. What's that to well, do? You're
6: cheering for them.
4: Well, let me let me. I'll just let you in on a little secret that you may or may not know about. In the last 10 years, I'll ask you a question and it's literally a yes or no question. Has the NCAA screwed up on any type of selection or selection committee or any type of lawsuit? The the answer is no. Of course they have. Of course they have screwed up. So I'm telling you right now, dogs and cats already live together. It's going to be mayhem come selection Sunday. Somebody is going to get screwed over you heard
0: it here
1: first. Yeah. Well, it already got done last year where King went up and played Ohio State, so they mis Ohio State purposely so they could play King. Right. Yep. Ohio yep. State was the fifth seed. Ohio State was not the fifth seed. Yeah. No, you're exactly
6: right. Now, now I do want to add the caveat here is the one thing that they can do, they do have some flex in where they put the play in match. So – if so, the playing match they could actually slide down lower in the bracket, so the winner of that would play the number two seed or would play the number um, would play the number two seed or the number or the number six seed but it later doesn't
0: on. Solve, sorry if I'm doing
1: it, doesn't solve the problem. You take two teams that are no, way no, better no, than the no, other no. two teams and eliminate one I, of them.
6: I, I, I completely agree. And look, I am not advocating for this, I'm just you know saying what kind of the NCAA selection committee slot process is. It's hey. We want to respect the athletes. We believe in the integrity of not putting too much um, travel stress on the athletes. Oh come on! That's important. And come on! And then the other Ooh. argument that the NCAA is make will make as well. Our number one bi- biggest expenditure is NCAA tournament travel. Yeah, that well, yeah. The that's most expensive thing. That's because of women's
1: basketball. <laughs> because that tournament loses by the NCAA's only no- own numbers by the NCAA's own measurement, loses $10 million a year. Loses.
0: <laughs> so when Five pe- words.
1: Five words. Cats and dogs live together. I mean, you're <laughs> talking about $5,000. You could find $5,000 <laughs> stuck to the bottom of a words. plate at the pancake breakfast at the NCAA offices. Like, five yep. grand is nothing for that organization.
4: It's nothing. It is nothing, except for volleyball. it's everything. you are going
1: to justify
4: it, and you're going to get screwed, and somebody's going to get pissed off, and next thing you know, we're going to be back in this situation again. We're going to be talking the following week after Selection Sunday about the screwiness that just happened.
0: Just fix it. Well,
6: and, and, well, and, and here's the other thing also to keep in mind. Everyone is saying, let's go to eight, let's go to eight, which I'm all for. Let's get more teams in the NCAA tournament. But this problem is going to manifest itself once you get to eight. Because then they're going to say, okay, well, regional, if we're going to do stuff on site. No, no regionals. Well, regi- regional play is what's going to happen. No, no. So, so then you're going to have two West Coast teams play. You'll have the EIVA no. Conference Carolinas possibly play or the NEVA. I mean, that is likely the scenario that could very well happen
1: when we go to eight. And
6: no, really Vinnie, the only way Vinnie, to no. preserve
0: that. I already the only said way to no. preserve
6: that. Well, I agree. Gonna, I agree. It, and I op- will
1: not let it happen. Thank you. Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. You and
6: Willie please. the Wave
4: are going to storm Indianapolis.
6: Oh, he's creepy looking.
1: Jeremy, eh? please
4: <laughs> pull that little snippet right there of, I'm not going to let that happen. <laughs> if it were to happen, please replay it over and over
6: again. <laughs> the the show. So, the well, and I will say, the really the only way that you could prevent this is, and it's not going to happen, but it's pushing to have the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the finals all played in one location. That's what should happen over over a three-day stretch or four-day stretch, which coaches are not going to want to do. Four days stretch. yeah, because they're not going to want to play three matches in a four-day span. Too bad. But that's
4: but I mean that, that that's your solution here. Too
1: bad. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah.
4: By the way, did we hear a little bit of a snippet there of uh of somebody leaning towards a school in the Midwest? Because I heard somebody say that Lewis
1: was their new favorite school. Was what? Did did you allude
4: to something when you said that Lewis is your new favorite Midwest program?
1: Uh, no. Okay. Just checking. I'm not making I'm not making those decisions, Jay.
0: So hey, look
6: look, I'm just going to say this. Here's the thing. You look at Lewis. First round, they play Quincy. Now, Love averages. Quincy hasn't won a match since Obama was president. So, Love averages eventually has to happen. Could that quarterfinal match
4: be the night?
1: Okay. Could it uh, be this, that magical night? Okay. There's right. just
4: in: Quincy's zero and ten in conference. They just ranked number eleven in the country. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Robbie. Let's get to our matches coming up this week. Uh, I'll just write down. Long Beach State versus Hawaii.
0: That's They're not week. playing this week. What, is the following week? Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. well, I'm, I'm one
2: week ahead. Kevin's going to be sitting at the TV yeah, yeah. for a long time.
5: So, uh, <laughs> as far as on the – I'm going to say for sure uh, this week in the MPSF, USC at Pepperdine, huge uh, seeding implications in that match. And um, someone posted a stat that the top four teams of the MPSF are combined 20-0 and at home in conference play. Right,
2: right.
5: So – that's at Pepperdine. Pepperdine, in order to hold that first-place lead in the FPSF, if they stick by this thing, the current fact, they should beat USC. But USC, again, is one of the hottest teams in the nation right now. So um, I'm definitely going to be watching that one. That's on Thursday night. Uh, obviously, I have, <laughs> because of contractual obligations, got to watch UCI and CSUN both nights. And, but this match actually has important implications for the Big West tournament because – CSUN is at 0 and 6, as we've alluded to earlier. But Irvine, if they don't win these, you're going to have two teams at 2 and 6 here come the end of the uh, Big West Mm. for the fourth and final semifinal spot in the tournament. So that's a big match for uh, Irvine and CSUN. And then again, uh, the UC Santa Barbara at Hawaii times two. I want to see if this UC Santa Barbara team has got what it takes to you know challenge Hawaii on their home turf because. I mean, they're really fun to watch. Um, they slipped a little bit and had to go five against Northridge on Friday night. Right. I don't know if they're, they're they're you know, tinkering a little bit, but uh, I was in, in match on another one. But, you know, I know the Santa Barbara team has the potential the way they played against Long Beach. I would have mentioned Long Beach, but I have a feeling I was going to arrest a few of his guys. So he just looked a little weary this last weekend. So he may bring out some other guys. I mean, that, that San Diego is, is not traditionally a, a super strong team against them. So, um, like, I know that they, they've got to be tired. They just didn't look like the same Long Beach team. And if they want to go in strong at final week against Hawaii, I think that team needs the rest.
1: All right. Jay? Hmm.
4: Oh, well, I got a few. Uh, we're actually traveling out to go play Penn State and St. Francis, two teams that we are locked two and three with in the EIBA. So, it's a big weekend for us. It's our last two weekends of EIVA play. And so, everything is crucial right now. There are five teams fighting for four spots that are realistically in the hunt for playoffs. It's going to be an exciting couple of weeks. I also will be watching Santa Barbara and Hawaii. You heard it here first. Hawaii is going to lose their first set of the year. They're still going to win both matches, but they're going to lose their first set of the year. I also will be watching USC and Pepperdine. USC is the hot team in the moment. It'll be interesting to see if they can continue that momentum. If they do... They are a legitimate threat for the MPSF this year. I'm also going to be watching uh, PFW and Ball State at Ohio State. And the reason I want to watch that is I want to see if the Jake Kane show continues to uh, push that program further and further into obscurity. It, it never is ceasing to amaze me how much leash this kid's got. And, you know, his antics on the court have, have been well documented over the years. I don't see it getting any better, and that's concerning to me. I'm wondering why. The Ohio State staff is not taking more control over that kid and telling him this is not how it's supposed to be done at Ohio State. It's so not it should be done in any program. But Pete Hansen is one of the classiest coaches in the country. His staff is unsurpassed. They've won three national championships together. I find it hard to believe that that kind of stuff flies in their gym, and I'm really concerned as to why that's happening. I'm also going to be watching the EIVA Match of the Week with the wicked smart guys of Harvard and Princeton, this is the big time Ivy League match. I'm interested to see if Harvard can pull one out. If they do, they're still in the hunt. If they lose to Princeton, that puts them at a critical six-loss uh, uh, mark in conference, and that usually is the barrier for uh, a team that gets into the playoffs. And then we fly up to Harvard the following week, so we only have to win one of those matches if we if we go over the rest of the way to be able to go into the playoffs. So it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks.
0: Any truth
1: to the rumor that Harvard versus Princeton, should it go to a fifth, said it will not be decided by volleyball. It will be done over a quantum mathematics, quantum physics mathematics competition. Is that true? It's
4: actually, they actually are <laughs> going to stop play. All of them are going to grab their wallets out of their backpacks and they're going to compare how much cash they have. <laughs>
1: All right, Vinny, tell me. No,
6: you're exactly right, Jay, that Princeton-Harvard match is important, but also for Princeton, it's important because if they win this and Jay's team is able to go on up and beat and beat Penn State, that really opens the door for Princeton to lock down that number one seed at home court advantage for the EIVA tournament this weekend, or they could accomplish it this weekend potentially. So that's a big match out on the EIVA. Yep. Out in the Conference Carolinas, very, very briefly, keep an eye on Belmont Abbey and Mount Olive this week. They're fighting to possibly get a conference tournament playoff match. They have some good matches coming up. I thought out Belmont the-
1: Abbey was located on top of Mount Olive. Is that not true?
6: They are. They are. Uh, okay. that, that's why Belmont <laughs> Belmont Abbey's really good. Blocky Mount Olive's really good at digging. Okay. So, um, womp, womp. Okay. <laughs> and then out in the MIVA, Jay's right on keeping an eye on Ohio State. The best that Ohio State, best case scenario is sixth place. And I know that every single MIBA coach, well, I shouldn't say, I believe every single MIBA coach, they feel that Ohio State is the one team you don't want to play in the opening round because they have the capability to catch fire, lightning and bottle. But truth be told, they've been healthy and they've had everyone back for two weeks and they've lost three matches. So, I mean, we really haven't seen that. This has just been a tough year for, for the Buckeyes. So keep an eye on that. Also keep an eye on what McKendree is able to do. They play Ball State and Purdue-Fort Wayne. If they are able to win one or two of those matches, they're going to finish with a top four seed at have home court for the MIBA tournament quarterfinals. That would be the first time ever in program history that they've hosted an MIBA tournament quarterfinal match. I'm saying it right now. Nikki Salem really deserves lots of consideration for the national national coach of the year for the job that she's doing. And then out on the West Coast, the two series that I'm keeping an eye on or two teams I'm keeping an eye on are going to be USC and UC Santa Barbara. So there's a very legit chance that UC Santa Barbara could go one and three or 0 oh and four in their final four matches. Very tough schedule at the end. And if they do that, that really opens the door for another MPSF team to take the at large bid. And USC, for as crazy as this was sound two months ago, they're in the hunt. They, if they can win this weekend and they get some USC losses, if they win both their matches, they're in very fantastic shape. To be concerned for an at-large bid, even if they don't win the MPSF, so they still a lot of work to do. Got to get two tough wins, but it is just crazy the turnaround the US, that USC has done this season. You look at the players; they are at, they're actually showing a joy for playing volleyball, which is something that that we really didn't see from USC teams even when they were competing and in, in the NCAA tournament. This is a fun, exciting team to watch.
1: Yeah, kudos to Jeff Nygaard and what's happened for them over there this year. Kudos to the players who have done it for years. About six of them, they looked for an outside hitter who could hit above 200. Well, now they have guys who were all hitting well above 300. In some cases, like the Long Beach match, all of them hit over 500. So uh, good job by those pins. They've actually proven you can win without pins uh, as long as the middle's blocking. So uh, Kyle Gere doing a good job in there along with uh, Sam Lewis.
6: Yeah, and, and also Chris Hall has really emerged the last couple yeah. of weeks
1: this Saturday. He's doing a great job running that offense. Tell you what, yep. he had several outstanding sets this past weekend that are just kind of mind-benders. Wow, that was really pretty. All right. Hey, Kev,
5: you forgot the most obvious one, though.
1: What's that? UCLA at USC on Saturday. I was leaving that for you. Oh, well, yeah, I'll, oh. be, I'll be at that one.
5: <laughs>
6: yeah. it, it's, just so, and when, it's just so great that we had to have a USC-UCLA match that could determine... The MPSF Championship. I mean, there, there's just something great about that. In the field, you know, these are just two great programs that you, you just feel that they're all that they're on the cusp and they're playing. Their things yeah. are just clicking. That's great for the game. Pepperdine. When got is it, the last time? Pepperdine's got it locked time, up. When,
4: locked when up, is the last wonder. time? When's the last time that USC beat UCLA? You uh, la- last year. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, year. Uh, yeah. Actually, a week. Uh, actually, the
6: final week of the regular season. They won in the uh, match he, that we're he, about he, to he, do. He, yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, and earplugs, um, earplugs, Kevin, but after they beat UCLA, they upset Pepperdine
1: last year as well. Wow. Bitter. Wow. I remember that. That's Jeff Nygaard's job. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> all right. Very good. Gentlemen. Thank you very much. We'll talk to right, you next thank week. You all, all, soon. Soon. all right. Talk Vinny, to you all next week. Vinny, ja, Vinny, Jay, and Robbie checking out on College Football Weekly. That was a long one.
2: Yeah. What happened? I blacked out. <laughs> It's over. Oh, okay. As is our show. Is this the last two more weeks of regular season? Right?
1: MPSF is done after this week. Okay. Big West has another week. Some of the other schools have another week. Got it. Not sure why. Maybe for finals or something? I don't know. Doesn't make any sense, though, because PEP's usually done early. I don't know what their last day of school is, but they're usually pretty early. Sometime in April.
2: Well, there's a lot of people currently on spring break and visiting Southern California because it has been a true freak show. Around the South Bay lately. True. Yeah. True, true. Especially a 24-hour fitness. I want to thank Gina Urango.
1: (laughs) Gina Urango. Can you spell Urango? Yeah, with a U.
2: (laughs) R-A-N-G-O.
1: I spelled it (laughs) Y-O-U-R-A-N-G-G-O. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) R-A-N-G-G-O.
2: Gina's one of those, uh, she's a player you root for. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And if she would give me some of her tan, I would appreciate it. Uh, thanks to her thanks to Vinny J-, J and Robbie for their support of the show being here thanks to ABCA thank you to Tall Slim T code volleyball gets 10% off go to tallslimtees.com stoke somebody out with some of their stuff casual wear on up to dress shirts and whatever you're looking for upper body of tall people <laughs> upper, upper body I
2: missed it um, is Hawaii still number one? yes Long Beach number okay. two
1: consensus number one Long Beach two okay and everybody I talk to they just say yeah Hawaii's
2: better Well, Hawaii beat them, so they...
1: No. We're about to find out. They're going to play. uh, They're
2: going to play next week. USC beat them, right? Yes. But Hawaii's still undefeated. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Good times.
1: We're out. We'll be be in Vegas. Did we we say that already? Next Sunday. That's right. I don't think we're doing a show Monday, then. No, we're not back in
2: time. No. No. If we do a show on Sunday... There's no show Monday. I don't get paid for two shows a week.
0: (laughs) Get paid for one this week. Sweet. All right. We're out. See you.